Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hurry. The scheme Brett Cameron had worked out concerning Ben Calvert depended to a great extent on Jessie, Ben's wife. Jessie had been quite successful so far. She'd managed to alienate Ben from his daughter completely. Moreover, Ben was now so devoted to his handsome wife, he had decided to change his will, making her the sole heir. Kit was to get nothing. But this wasn't according to Brett's plan. It might, he said, result in suspicion being thrown on Jesse and himself should anything happen to Ben. He told Jesse she must persuade Ben to leave Kit a few thousand dollars at least as protection to themselves. But Ben flatly refused to do so. Today, hoping to enlist his help, Jesse has gone to see her brother-in-law, David Bowman. As she comes through the revolving doors of the Wakefield Trust and Savings Bank, she can see its owner sitting in his usual place, a shiny desk near the entrance beyond the little wooden fence which separates it from the public. Good afternoon, David. Hello there, Jesse. How are you? Quite well, thank you. I wonder if I might have a little talk with you. Certainly. Fine. (laughs) We could stand a little oil on that hinge. (laughs) Uh, Sit down, Jesse. Thank you. I hope you're not awfully busy today. No, no more than usual. Although lately, we don't have many idle moments around here. Nose to the grindstone, eh? Yes, indeed. Oh, not that I'm complaining. No, I shouldn't think you would. That's one of the charming features of being a banker. Oh? The more money you hand out, the more you earn. (laughs) Just the reverse of what happens to ordinary mortals. (laughs) (laughs) You make me feel rather a scoundrel. Oh, no. I'd say you were fortunate, that's all. Well, perhaps I am, Jesse. But tell me, what can I do for you? Well, dear, it's about money, come to think of it, but not in regard to my account or anything like that. Well, I'm glad to hear you aren't in some tangle over your statement. Oh, no. Frankly, David, I've come to you for help in a domestic problem. Domestic? Mm. I'm afraid you've come to the wrong person, if that's the case. You know how I feel about staying clear of anyone's family situation, Jesse? Particularly yours and Ben's. Yes, I do know. But you see, this concerns your niece as well. Kit? That's why I felt I should speak to you about it. 
Marcy. You're so fond of Kitten, the way you stood by her. Well, it seemed to me you were the only logical person for me to ask for help. Of course, I'm fond of my niece, Jessie, but what about her? I mean, I don't see the connection. You say you need help. Yes. David, it's about Ben's will. That's the connection. He spoke to his attorney, Farnsworth, yesterday and asked him to draw up a new one. Ben's going to leave Kit out completely. She's not to inherit a penny from him. Hmm. So Ben's disinherited Kit. You mean he's left everything to you? Yes. And I don't want it that way, David. Oh, I know how hurt and resentful Ben's been about Kit, but I certainly didn't expect this. Well, Jesse, that doesn't surprise me too much. Hmm, perhaps not, but don't you think it's shocking? I can't say I'm shocked either. After all, I've known Ben all my life. Seems to me this is just about what one would expect from him. Oh, I believe his anger is justified. Of course, I'm not pretending I've been overly fond of the girl, but just the same, I don't think she'll leave her without any security at all. Regardless of how I may feel personally, I still don't understand why you've come to me with this, Jessie. You know, I wouldn't think of meddling in Ben's affairs. Well, it's because it seems dreadfully important to me. I've talked myself hoarse without making a dent in Ben. But I thought if you'd speak to him, make him see what a cruel thing he's doing, he might be willing to change his mind. I'm sure Ben knows what he's doing, Jessie. He never listened to me in any case. And frankly, I feel it's not my business. Well, she's your niece, your sister's child. If anyone has a right, you have. It's not a question of right or wrong. No matter what I may feel regarding Ben's actions, I prefer to keep myself clear. The last time I went against my better judgment and did attempt to reason with him, convinced me it was useless. You mean while Kit was in Florida? Yes. I thought he'd want to know, that he'd want to do something for her when she was ill. You must remember Ben's attitude at the time. He flatly refused to cooperate. I made up my mind then and there. I'd never appeal to him again. Well, I'm sorry you feel this way, David. I'm aware that I have no right to come to you for help, but you see there's no one else. No one at all. Jesse, I must say I'm rather surprised at your concern, especially since you're the one who benefits by Ben's new will. Well, perhaps I'm not such a selfish person as you think me. Oh, I didn't mean... Oh, but it's all right. I know I've shown very plainly that I didn't like Kit. And it's perfectly true, I don't. She never liked me, either. There's always been a conflict between us with Ben in the middle. But I'm not entirely without decent human feeling. Of course you're not, Jessie. If I've been rude, I... I apologize. You're very kind. But you see now that Kit's ill, well, it, it seems too cruel to take advantage of her when she's incapable of protecting herself. So far as Kit's financial security is concerned, naturally, I'd always see that she didn't want for anything. Yes, David, but there's another angle, too. I mean, if anything did happen to Ben, I'd be in such an uncomfortable position. People would probably think I'd deliberately worked on Ben against his daughter. And it's not true. Honestly, it isn't. Since you're so worried, Jesse, I wouldn't consider this as necessarily final if I were you. Ben's in fairly good health, I imagine. So, by the time this new will comes into effect, many things could happen. 
Kit's life may have changed in such a way by then that well, she'd be in no need of Ben's money anyway. Well, I can see there's no use my bothering you about it anymore. No, excuse me, please, Jesse. Hello? Oh, yes, Dr. Larrabee, how... Good heavens, when did this happen? I see. Yes, yes, where is she now? Yes, of course I can. I'll, I'll be over within the hour. Thanks for calling. Excuse me, Jesse, I have to leave. Something's come up. I, I hope you'll forgive my cutting our interview short, but I... Oh, wait a minute, David. I couldn't help overhearing your end of the conversation. I gather you've had some news about Kit. Yes, Jesse. I'll just clean off my desk here, then I have to hurry over to Huntsville. Well, don't tell me Kit's had a relapse. No, no, but it's almost as bad. In fact, it may be worse in a sense. Kit's been arrested. Arrested? You mean on this charge of perjury? Yes. Surely you knew she'd been indicted. Well, yes, but I didn't think they'd arrest her so soon. Well, how can they, if Kit's still mentally ill? Well, won't it be dangerous to her recovery? I'm afraid it will. Well, you'd think the doctor could stave them off, make them delay action until she recovered. Well, apparently he hasn't been able to. I know he's done his best. Unless the district attorney doesn't believe she's really ill. I think Craig is doubtful. Though I don't see how he can be after talking to Larrabee. Well, if there's any doubt as to how serious her illness is, there must be some way to prove it definitely, once and for all. Yeah, maybe so. But in the meanwhile, Kit's in a very bad situation. They've hauled her over to the courthouse. They're holding her. You could imagine how this might affect her after the peace and quiet of the sanitarium. And then being subjected to Lord knows what. Well, I don't see how they dare take her away from the sanitarium in the first place. The sheriff turned up with a warrant. There was no way Larry could hold her. Well, I must go. What are you planning to do? I'm going over to the courthouse and post Kit's bail. Then she can go back to the sanitarium until the trial is set. Oh, poor Kit. No matter what's happened in the past, I can't help feeling sorry for her, David. If there were anything I could do, I'd be glad to. I really mean that. I'm afraid there's nothing, Jesse. It's just a tragedy. The district attorney's so insistent on going ahead at this time. Another month or two, and Kit would have been well enough to stand it. As it is. Well, no one knows. David Bowman was too preoccupied to notice the secret little smile which lit Jesse's face for an instant. Kit's early trial had been brought about by Jesse's harping at her husband until he went to see the district attorney, demanding that the case be tried immediately. In other words, Jessie herself was largely responsible for Kit's predicament. 